Hello, everybody, and welcome to Breaking the Fourth Wall, um, season two, episode eighty-four. One. <laughs> We've had a little break, and we apologise. Joel, where have you been? I've been on my honeymoon. I went to um, I went to LA, Hawaii, and Vegas, and you went to Jordan. I went to Jordan for a month. Yeah, I see. It was very hard seeing photos of you with another woman. You mean that other woman being my wife? Oh, yeah. Sorry, I always forget that point. <laughs> no, we love you, Carrie. We do love you, Carrie. So, it's a, we've got a bright new start. Both of us are refreshed. Listen to us. Our voices are pinging. And we're ready to talk more <laughs> theatre, right? We are ready to talk a lot more theatre. So today, Joel, I'm going to talk to you. Uh, and you don't know what topic. I'm going to talk, I'm going to talk at you. You don't know what topic we're going to bring up. And I think because we've both had a little bit of time off, I don't know about you, I've become a little bit um, sort of, um, you know, I sit by the pool and I think about life and where I want it to go. And Do you not do that? I don't know. You're too busy hugging Goofy, aren't you? (laughs) Yeah, living it up with Goofy. Yeah, there was no Goosey. Goosey? Goofy. There was no Goosey in Jordan. There was no Goosey, Goosey. So this is the question I want to ask you. Mm. What is it that you want moving forward from this career? Because I think as we go through stages of our life, when we're a bit younger and our responsibilities are different, yeah. what we want is like the excitement. We want to be, in, all of us wanted to be in Les Mis at some point. I don't think you did, but there's always that period where everybody wants to be in Les Mis or wants to be in, in, you know, in something. And kind of the, the thought process is simply about what you want to be in, what part you, you want to play, which theatre you want to be in, do you want to tour, don't you want to tour? And then as you get older... I feel like the responsibility of life completely changes. The pace of life completely changes. Yeah. And sometimes you have to sit back and think, okay, say for you, you've just got married. You have had a honeymoon. You are going to be a father. All of this stuff is happening. So when we look forward over the next 10 years, how would you like it to pan out for you? What things are important for you as a, I guess, more responsible young man in theatre? That is a great question. And phrased beautifully. Mm. Um... I think career-wise, it would definitely be to inspire other people. I think it would be... It's, I mean, everyone always says it's not really about awards, but I think gaining accolades for things that, you know, you is your field yeah. is obviously a wonderful thing. Of course. Like, so people go, oh, don't do it for awards. And I'm like, yeah, but when you've won eight awards, it's not like you're not going to you're not going to be remembered for not winning those eight awards. Do True. You know I mean? and, and we just know that you'll have them all over your ensuite bathroom. I mean, exactly. <laughs> all the West End Wilmers. Exactly. Um, but it's, I think it's, it's not necessarily the awards element because I think when, when you get notoriety, awards kind of follow because of who you are sometimes. Um, that I don't know whether that's very safe to say, but you know what it's like the minute, like Meryl Streep. Meryl yeah. Streep is just phenomenal. Yeah, but she's been nominated like twenty-two times, and she's won what something like I don't know, five Oscars. Twenty-three. Yeah, <laughs> but exactly. So it's it's a sort of thing that sometimes I think not that she would necessarily believe this, but because she's that grade of an actress, she sets the bar right. Naturally, she's nominated. Yeah, like if there's a film that Meryl Streep is in, nine times out of ten, if she's playing like the secondary or leading role she will be nominated for an Oscar. Like, you would presume that would happen yeah. because she's Meryl Streep. However, when she started out as Meryl Streep, that probably wasn't the case. So you saying that you would like, for instance, to win a Tony? Oh, my God. I'd, win... If, listen, if any, anyone's dream, I think, as an actor would be to win an, like an, an EGOT, would be to yeah. win an Emmy, a Grammy, 
Because uh, so far, I think you've just been nominated for Gay Times Daddy of the Year. Haven't that you? is true. That is that is very very true. They should add um, that to the EGOT. Should be <laughs> I don't know. EGOT D. But, but like, because I think I think when you win the awards, it's what sort of places you in history. I'd imagine. Yeah, Do you know I what I mean? See, I can, yeah, I can see that. And, um, and I think actually, and I've said to this to you before, you're the one person when you have an aspiration to play a part or do something, I, I kind of know it's going to happen eventually. And I think for you, it will happen. Um, but it, it's going to be a part that you've originated and created yeah. and really allowed you to make your... You've made your mark, but to yeah. really make... I think creating a, a role really makes your mark in history. I, and I, I agree, and I, but I don't think if, if the awards element wasn't didn't help cement you in history it wouldn't bother me i think it's more the fact i just want to be remembered for my work yeah and whether that's originating a thousand different roles or winning loads of different awards whatever that may be it's just so people go oh he was good at his job that would be what i think a lot of people would want in the industry is just to be remembered to be good at good at your job do you think that you are good at your job no <laughs> Do no. you think that you are a complete dreamer? And no, do you think that with marriage and um, fatherhood pending, you have different worries in terms of work? Yeah, I think the natural worry is always that your child will follow in your footsteps because I think you know how rough and how hard, how hard any industry is. I think we, I only know how hard acting is, is because it's the only industry I'm in. But there's there's different elements of entertainment, you know, like like yourself as an actor and as a doctor. You've got two completely different industries, and when you have children, you'd be like, it's better to go to this industry than that one. However, there's always pros and cons in everyone. I guess I was asking a slightly different question, but it's interesting that your mind went straight there. I think it's more about, in terms of having security, etc. Right. That you have obviously you have a wife who's very successful in her own right. You're successful in your own right. But you you have new responsibilities, yeah. Which is it, it's financial, it's time, it's um, you know I guess wanting to have time with family and your wife. It's wanting to have time to to be a dad. It's yeah. all those things. And then the same doesn't help. Does that, does does that rush through your mind? Yeah, I or think maybe it does. it's too early. Maybe no, I think it does because I think when you're you know like for example, I'm in I'm in Hamilton at the moment, and to think that if I still do whichever show I'm in, keep doing eight shows a week. I might miss the baby's first steps, or I might miss certain certain important things in life. However, I think you've also got to remember, why am I here? Am I here now just for me? Yeah. Or am I here now to support a family? Absolutely. And that's the difference. Yeah. Because now, I remember, a, well, God bless him, he's not he's not with us anymore. A good friend of mine, Mike Scott, who was my dance captain on Billy Elliot, I think I told you, he, he recently passed away. And um, I remember when his first daughter, he announced his first daughter, um, was about to be born when I was on the job. And I, I remember kind of asking him a similar question because I was 21 at the time, just yeah. saying, you know, what does it feel like now you've been in the business, whatever. And he just said, I come to work with a different reason. Yeah. And he said, and it's so much better. Probably takes a, takes a pressure off you in a way, doesn't it? Yeah, because you're just like, well, I don't, I'm not really going to care about what other people think in one sense because yeah. I'm more to do with the fact that I'm coming to earn money. Yeah. For my family. Yes. It's a different... But I think that's in any industry. Do you think you know? it would influence the work that you would take moving forward? Uh, yes, in the situation of whether it would take me away from my family. Yes. What about taking jobs for steady income rather than taking jobs because it's climbing the career ladder or... Yeah, I think you've got it. I think... But I, I also think if you're speaking to both myself and Carrie, I think we're both at very different points because I think Carrie... 
Carrie is Carrie. Yeah. Like she already has made a name for herself in a lot of different ways, not just in theatre, but obviously YouTube and being an author. So I think Carrie has different strands yeah. that she could go, I can take a break now from being an actor and I can just write. Yes. I can do my YouTube and stuff. That's really that's you know? a really interesting perspective. Do you think you would try and take on a different uh, strand? I don't know if I'm I don't know if I'm good enough to do anything, to be honest. Like I I don't you say you're good enough. I think when you get to your mid thirties, if you've not already found a passion for something else, it's very difficult. Like for me, I love to create, I love to direct and choreograph. So do I try and do that? Yes, but it's still as time consuming as performing. It's still the exact same. I can't sit at home yeah. and write a book. Yeah. I can't, you know. It's kind of a 24 hour career this, yeah. isn't it? Well, you you're, know, 16 you're, hour career. Yeah, your entertainment is entertainment. And, and also the same, the same as like yourself being a doctor, the hours that you do as a doctor are still crazy hours. Yeah. Crazy hours. Yeah. But I also think everyone goes through that in life. No matter what industry they're in, you have a child, you make it work. And I'm very fortunate that I'm with a, a gorgeous, talented wife who is, you know, also very busy. Yeah. But is also willing to kind of go, and she said this to me, it allows me to just have a bit of a break. Yeah. And I go, I just want to be a mummy for a bit. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah of course. Um, and I think while I'm in a position in work like I'm with Hamilton, for example, if I if I'm able, luckily, to stay in this position, then why not stay for a few years and just be comfortable and get used to that routine and then just change the routine when Carrie's ready to do something else. You've done loads of amazing roles and you've been part of lots of amazing projects. Do you, do you when you're in a year's contract or let's say, you know, something that's not running for just a few weeks or, you know, a long week, short months, does it, does it, does it feel like work? Do you come to work thinking, like, when I go in and I know I'm working in mine as an A&E, I'm like, I'm going to work. <laughs> do you come into a show now? It, for instance, Hamilton, I don't think you're going to offend anybody. I was going to say, which, like which show going, are we talking about? Well, let's say Hamilton now. Does it feel like no. you're coming to work or does it feel like you're, you're coming in to do something that you love doing and... Or, or some days feel like work, some days feel like a pleasure? Yeah, I think, I think, I think that's like anything. Some days feel like work and some, some days feel amazing. I think... The bottom line is when you're when you're in a great show and you're playing a, a great role or you're or even if you're not playing a great role but you're just in a great show and you're enjoying your time and you're treated well you walk to work with a smile on your face yeah whether it's 10 o'clock in the morning like it is now before two shows yeah or whether it's i don't know ju you're just walking in for an evening show. yeah i think when me and you worked together it wasn't that case yeah, creatively, I think neither of us got any stimulation yeah. at all. And we found joy in working with each other. Yeah. We found, I think the difficulty is finding the joy in the work sometimes when you're not treated brilliantly. Um, but again, that happens in, I know I was, it's a blanket statement, but I say in, it happens in loads of different industries. You find the pros and cons in every job. With Hamilton in particular, it's Hamilton. How yeah. can I not, how can I not love, I, I'm so privileged and honoured to be part of this mammoth of a show but how can I not love playing the king yeah like, it's a great well, I think role the thing is like you know you're permitted to not right because yeah. some people do end up in things that they thought were going to be great and they just weren't what they were but you're lucky that it is what you hoped it would be and you love it do you think you might have a specific conversation with your agent you know once you know you're in into kind of the, the the swing of being a dad and those responsibilities start to work them work themselves out and 
your your schedule schedules kind of working itself out that you might want to do for instance more project-based stuff like television where you know yeah. you're committed for a few days and then it's over and you might be back in a you know whatever but you know that you you've probably got a week or so off between shoots or mm. or the project's done and you've got a paycheck coming in until you you move on to the other thing do you think there are other avenues in the career so in, in the business that would be better for you i guess i guess i'm going to say a statement that that might be incorrect to some people but i do think that if you're in this business you have to kind of be ambitious yeah do you know what i mean you have to keep a drive and i think the minute you lose that drive it's just not really the business for you anymore yeah because you become complacent, I guess. If you're like, oh, well, I'm happy to just sit here. That's great for some things. But then it gets to be under point, Nadine, where you're just like, okay, it's someone else's turn now. Like, I've sat here and I've I've earned a great wage. I've been part of a great show. It's someone else's turn. I've already left my toothbrush in your dressing room, by the way. Exactly. You're ready to come in. But it's, it's, it is that element. And I think, for me, I'll never lose that ambition. I'll never lose the fact that I want to direct or choreographer. I want to be in TV or I want to be in film. Like, I do want to do those things. But also there is also a, a way where you're just kind of waiting for the right person to see you because I also think it's very hard to just jump ship. Some people have done it seamlessly, but I also think those people, for example, if you talk musical theatre terms, those people have been seen by a specific person who has gone, that person's very talented and that person is perfect for this, the show that I'm casting right now. You're talking sort of Hannah Waddingham, that kind of Yeah, I guess person. you could say Hannah Waddingham. Like, you know, I mean, I don't really know in the sense of Hannah's specific journey, but obviously she did a lot of musicals and then moved to TV and all of a sudden now, that's it. You yeah. know, it's blown up for her and rightfully so because she's amazingly talented. But it's just that thing of, I think when you've got the right, it's like the Catherine Zeta-Jones story. So, do you have any fears about the next few years? Is there anything that that kind of troubles your horizontal brain when you're asleep at night? The horizontal brain. Um, the, the, the fear is, is that I think the fear for me is that I just want to be able to provide for my family. That's the biggest fear. Yeah. And I think when you're in this industry, it's not easy. People go, "Oh, it's all right for you to say that because you're playing the king," and I'm like, "Yeah, but by." next June I might not be yeah. you know like yeah, they might yeah. want someone else and that's absolutely fine that's the way the business goes but you can't just and shows come to an end I mean I don't think this one shows will come, but yeah, shows, exactly. come, to an end, shows come to an end and you just got to kind of take those moments and go okay you know my time is up and I've, I've got to find something else but that's why well me and Carrie not that it needs to be announced but me and Carrie are kind of starting a, a, a sort of a, a workshop uh sort of a workshop business where we we get to do some more workshops and things like this which will be with a lot of different west end teachers um so hopefully that will be sort of a thing that i can focus on aside from because obviously mom had a dancing school so i'm quite used to that that's, environment and it's kind of the the most the most logical step for time me tabling and all that kind of stuff yeah to keep it on the back burner for sure but yeah and there's no i don't think there's any way that i will ever lose the fact that i want to do more and different things as well. So thank you so much for tuning in this week. Thank you. Thank you. And we will be back with you next week for another episode of Breaking the Fourth Wall.